Hello, everybody, and welcome to the stream scene. Uh, we're going to be talking about creative streaming today, and Yay. we are joined by some really awesome people today. But first, I'm going to throw it to my co-host, Hunter. How you doing, Hunter? Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Loco. Hi, Chip. Hi, Misty. Uh, I'm particularly... <laughs> I say this every time, but it's so true every time. I am uniquely interested in today's subject matter. Uh, myself, uh, as I was a career artist, a career painter before I started streaming, it was it was how I paid the bills. It was it was my profession. It was my life, and uh, and I haven't done it once since I started streaming. So I have so much invested in this conversation today, and I feel like a lot of people uh, who a lot of streamers want to. I've talked to a lot of people on exactly this subject, want to bring creative into their streams. They don't know how to do it. They don't know what the scene is like. Um, and today we have two experts, legitimate career professionals on the Twitch creative scene, man. Uh, it, that, is, uh, that is Imperial Girl and Chip Whitehouse. Uh, Imperial Girl, tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you about? So, what do you do? What am I? Well, that's a bigger question for just now, but for on Twitch, <laughs> I, sorry. Fair, fair. I, uh, <laughs> I sew. Um, if you, I always like to, to start out. If you, if you know anything about a company called Thick Geek, uh, they have a Tauntaun sleeping bag. I always, we always joke with the people there that I will just ride on that way forever. I made the Tauntaun sleeping bag for Think Geek. I've been sewing since I was 12 years old. I'm that's now awesome. not 12 years old. Oh, it's super <laughs> great. I will ride that, that wave cool. of like, like the Lucasfilm wave for the rest of my life. So I, but I've made everything from cosplay to, I made, I brought something that I made. It's over here. It's not done, but it's mostly done. And um, so I mostly sew, but I also do baking streams. Um, I do just dance. I play games. I um, do something once a month where we try a new craft or a new really? art. Oh yes. We call, it try, time. we call it try everything. And mm. um, sometimes it's a, Pinterest fail, <laughs> but that's the funnest part, right? Like we don't know what we're getting into. So we well, to try everything, not win everything. Exactly. And this month we like St. Jude, we, we, we like to just mix it up, right? We're learning ASL right now on stream. Oh, um, we, really? we do a little of everything. Yes. Monday, the, um, uh, but the, the, that's in general, awesome. we sew. And this is my, one of my, I have two sewing studios. This is my broadcast sewing studio. Two? And then I, well, when we moved, I don't even I, have one sewing studio. Oh my god! Sorry. I'll, you want you can share mine. I have. You don't know, I have eight sewing machines. I didn't have room for them all wow. in this room. It's I'm tiny. This room's super tiny. It looks like it looks big. It's small. It's like S M all. I got to say, you got big bag, dude. Yeah. I want it. I want it. It looks so. It's so they smart gave me too. One. Like, wow. I'm. I didn't know I'm any about. Anything about this sleeping bag? Oh, yeah. It's, awesome. <laughs> it's, it's so cool. In my panels, they mentioned me in the New York Times, not by name, but what? I, the seamstress. What? Yeah, oh, I know. Oh, my goodness. I was famous for like 0. 0.2 seconds. I'll ride it forever. Uh, well, Chip, you have big shoes. Chip, what are you about? You bitch. Well, yeah. as well. No, now, yeah, it's hard to beat that. I know. I, well, I, uh, I'm a painter is what I started off as. I just painted an acrylic paints that's all i did i just painted on a canvas with acrylic paints but i also do digital painting um i've been doing that since i've been working with art like taking art seriously since i was 16 years old i'm 32 now so i've been doing it a long time um yeah so just painting that's really all i do uh recently i've been gaming a lot so yes yeah, yeah. me a little but, mix and match 
Yeah. And you and so when you when you paint, you do a, a bit of a mixed match there too, right? You got like the digital. You've also got the physical, the plastic medium. Am I quiet? Chat saying I'm quiet. Um, sounds I mean, good to me. No, but... I think it's five. Yeah, dandy. <laughs> All right. But yeah, uh, yeah, I do a little bit of everything. Yeah, sorry, uh, zoned out because of the quiet. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> happens. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to cover a lot of different aspects of creative streaming today. Um, and it, it's again, another subject that me and Hunter don't have a lot of experience in. And that's kind of why we bring you guys on to teach yep. us as well. Um, so, you know, tell me a little bit about what you guys know about like the history of creative on Twitch, because Twitch has not always had a creative category. It has only been about video games mostly for it's a bit of a unique uh, history. It, mm -hmm. It's first few years. And mm -hmm. now you have different types of uh, live streaming that you see regularly, such as creative. So tell me a little bit about like uh, your experience with or the early days of creative streaming. Um, well, I can just say that I found Twitch because of the creation of creative. So it was because really? of Bob Ross. Was yeah, it really? Yeah, wow. it was. Oh, that's awesome. I read an article that Bob Ross was <laughs> now being streamed um, and that was kind of half of it. And then I had a friend uh, that I had known in high school who I guess had been watching Twitch. I didn't know anything about Twitch. Um, and then saw that they created creative. And he was like, hey, you should do this. You should check this out. And I was like, live streaming? No way. <laughs> no <laughs> way. So I went to creative and watched a few and was like, this is really cool. And I kind of got sucked in really quickly. And I was like, you know what? What can it hurt? You know, why not just do it? I'm already working. And why not just like have uh people to talk to and if nobody watches who cares i'm still you know doing what i always do mm -hmm. uh, and that's how i found creative so i wasn't here for uh before creative right when so you didn't see the transition itself yeah, I the transition. I saw it after I, I it was like uh november mm -hmm, uh, of 2015 when i started that was my first stream was in november and i think creative section was official in like october october yeah. i almost know the date <laughs> yeah i don't it's like it's October twenty sixth or it was something. It's like something Bob Ross's like birthday, I think. I thought that's what it was. I was yeah, something like that. It was that week. I know that because I was at Disney yeah. World, and I was mad. That is that how you map out your calendar in your head? No, yeah, yes, I do. But I because I was, was my before. fall Disney World trip. It was. I know you go to Disney World a lot. I do. I am. But I, I, because I was in creative before Bob Ross, um, and I, we were all waiting for the launch, like the official launch, mm -hmm. and we just knew it was coming soon. And so I was joking that it's going to happen while I'm on vacation. Just watch. Oh wow! And like I and get there, and I get all these messages, and I'm like, I'm watching Bob Ross in a bed at Disney World. Like, no, you guys can go to the park. I'm gonna just watch because I was so, <laughs> so enthralled. So you were at like the forefront of the creative section and well, uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. I, one of them, I definitely, I know that people like domestic Dan and like, I believe cooking for noobs and um, a couple other streamers were there. They, they really forged the trail in terms of creative. And when I started on creative, you could scroll to the bottom in like four like clicks, like you were done, done to the bottom and like with the zeros and the ones, like that's all it was. And I started out gaming um, because I had come here during a summer games done quick. And before I was leaving, a friend of mine's like, watch this great broadcaster. And I was like, all right. And so I started watching someone was like, oh my gosh, this is, I'm super entertained. And it brought me back to the time when I used to want to do, like I used to broadcast like silly little things on Ustream and Justin TV back in the day. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll give it a try. 
So I started streaming games when I used to sew and then I stopped sewing. So I was like, oh, I don't know that I can do this. And someone was like, you know, you can just sew on Twitch. So I started sewing only video game style uh, type things because I thought I, that's what I had to do. <laughs> and that was like August and September of 2015. Was I started streaming in August of 20, um, 2015. And I started doing creative in September of that year. So it was like a month okay. in. Well, yeah. So like you were still really close. Like really yeah. By oh, yeah, only, yeah, I only barely like, right. yeah. That's interesting. So, um, oh man. So I guess like how, how has your content like evolved to shape around like the creative category and how has, how has things changed from like, you know, when you started in 2015, like, are you just primarily creative now? Do you do video games? Like, how do you balance that out? Well, um, I can say for me, I was an artist. My passion was strictly like, I just wanted to be a painter. Um, and I had gone to school for painting. Um, and so Twitch, I didn't know anything about, I'm, I was a gamer on the side, but games had nothing to do with, you know, my passion or really, or, um, so I went in strictly about painting and I was all painting and that's all I did because that was my, um, I was trying to push out paintings and stuff. Um, so with Twitch, it was strictly, yeah, it was always painting. I was just doing the acrylic and that's where, that's how I got partnered was through acrylic painting. Um, and then I was always scared to like kind of mm -hmm. do something different. Definitely. And I'd always, my whole art career, I've done digital and like an equal amount kind of. Really? I would get, yeah, I would get kind of, you know, something to get worn out on one thing. I get bored easily. So if sometimes I wouldn't feel like pulling out a canvas and doing the whole setup, I just want to like pull out my tablet and paint. Um, so that was how you kept it fresh. Yeah. Uh, so I eventually moved towards that and did that. Um, and Twitch actually, I feel like, has changed my whole outlook on just everything and, like, what I want to do. So it took me from being just wanting to be a painter, kind of, like, going in galleries, to um, actually falling in love with games again. And that's kind of, like, trying. right now I'm just trying to find the balance of, like, both and where that's going to... So Twitch has changed me, like, um, gone from strictly art to, like, coming over to gaming and art and how to meld those two. But now this is also an interesting space too, because you guys have an added dimension to how you engage with this whole industry in that you have physical material that you're not trying to, like I create merch in order to have the merch. I don't create merch independently. I'm not like, oh, I'm a merch guy. And I also stream, you guys have, these things that you create that are that are unique and independent of your stream itself, but also directly tied into it. And then when we have conventions and stuff, you guys get to have a physical presence there with the with the things. Uh, chip, I almost called you Twitch. Twitch Chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you've had you've been at in uh, the artist alley. Uh, Missy, were you? Nope. Very specifically, no. no. Okay. So so Chip, what was your experience like? being able to like create things on stream and have people like come in and witness it like in person there. And yeah, like, that's the added dimensionality of the streaming. An amazing experience for me. Um, I just did it. My first time was last year at TwitchCon being an artist alley. Um, and yeah, it was really cool. Cause people could come up and say, Oh my God, I remember watching you paint that and seeing the actual painting in person. Um, and it wasn't, that's cool. 
the thing is people are scared to buy things at, at least that's what i've learned from this one uh buy stuff at conventions because of shit like bringing it home and worried mm-hmm. about all that kind of stuff so that's something i have to uh deal with because actually the merch that those kind of things that i don't make on a regular basis for my art career that's what actually sold like i made little enamel pen i was looking for mine while you're talking yeah i have one so oh you do you have a y'all spin i have it right here it's just i have all my lanyards right here i have to do something arty with them but yeah you think it's because it's more standard like more expected like i like i also have pins and stuff yeah i yeah, it's kind of like the culture of conventions. Um, I feel like at this point, you're like collecting pins and everything. Starting with the pins. And pins Starting and, with yeah. packs, for sure, years ago. Oh, yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's a different, it wasn't what I expected because, and I really think it has to do with uh, bringing it on the plane, putting it in your suitcase and being afraid that it's going to get yeah. ruined. So that's yeah. something I'll have yeah. to rethink about for this because I'm going to do the Artist Alley again this year. Yeah, um, yeah. I still I like an amazing time, so I enjoyed it. Your, your booth was great. And I sell at conventions as well. I won't sell it somewhere like TwitchCon because TwitchCon to me is personal, is different. I'm lucky in that I have, a I can support myself in ways that aren't, like I can, I can take a break from that, right? Where I don't have to go there so that I can devote my time at TwitchCon to doing things like more panels. Like I was on panels. Like, I don't know how I would have manned that booth. Right. Yeah. Even if I shared it, I don't know how, because I was never in the same, like one, someone called me a walking meet and greet. I was just like, Hey, hey, like, I didn't <laughs> ever stop. And I just wouldn't want to do that. But I sell at conventions as well. And you, you have to chip is perfectly 100% correct. I don't buy things at conventions, even at cons that are local that I can't easily get home. Um, yeah. Like I know that I was more likely to buy something from Artist Alley that was like a digital print that I could roll up and put in a tube, sell people a tube for an extra buck or two bucks or yes. however much it is, and let them go to the UPS store or the FedEx store in their hotel and ship it home. That like I sell messenger bags. People just put their stuff right in it, right there at the booth. Done. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the way. But I won't. TwitchCon's Artist great Alley idea. is great. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would, I would buy. Like, I love your art. I'm looking for where you are. I love your art. <laughs> I would buy it in a heartbeat, but I couldn't get it. Um, I couldn't get it home. So, yeah. but digital, no, I, like a like a print, like if you made like a like a limited edition, like TwitchCon special one of fifty of like um, yeah. your Kappa, like you're never gonna sell a digital like one of these again. And you like make them. I would buy making it limited edition like hyping it up and announcing it and stuff i feel like that's yeah that's kind of a universal thing and something that you get to uniquely do a little it's it's a little more special mm-hmm. uh when yeah. you're a creative streamer because it's mm-hmm. much more intimate it's much more deeply tied in as as opposed to me just having limited edition merch like that's really neat by itself and something that ends up interesting me but uh, when i was walking down artist alley i had such a hard time not like buying everything I, like, I, I picked up a couple of things i got some things from chip including some socks yeah. uh, the socks are perfect uh skyhook i picked up a couple of small pieces from her mm-hmm. and i only the only reason i did some of this is because i've spent a lot of time and money shipping my own pieces out uh and knew a little bit about how i needed to protect it i don't know how your average joe would like that seems like it'd be a giant pain yep and so something that that's... would put somebody off yeah, so I didn't realize like like you guys sold this art like at these conventions. How how much do you feel like you rely on like commissions and do you take commissions on your stream versus 
uh, you know, streaming, like, you know, subs, bits, et cetera. Like, where's the balance uh, for your, your own finances and yeah. how that plays an effect? If I took commissions, like I, if I, if I, so I have kids, right? So my time off stream is limited, right? If I took commissions, um, as many as I could on a, like a normal basis without, like if I, if the kids were older, like in high school, I could make probably as much as I do on Twitch. I'm a smaller streamer, right? But I could make probably as much as I do on Twitch on commissions because like, I'm assuming, um, for chip, like I would pay, I expect chips art to be like in the hundreds per piece easily. Right. Like not low hundreds either. Like they're big, like, especially like the Kappa one was bigger. Like it just actually I, really small. They just like blew it, it up. Oh, okay. I always thought it was big. Even that, even still would be like at least like 150, 200 minimum, minimum. I can't even price your stuff. It's your stuff. But like, I brought something that I made like, this is probably like 120 bucks. It's not even done, but it needs straps. But like something like this is going to be like 120 bucks. Um, but it depends yeah, on how much boss. time. It's awesome. I, this is yeah. my favorite thing I've made lately. The open up the side. It's a weeping angel. That is so yes. cool. Right? <laughs> but it needs straps. <laughs> So do you guys feel like now that you can stream your creative work, like, does that kind of offset like the pressure of like having to, you know, like, you know, Hunter's talked about in the past, like when he used to be an artist, he would work endlessly for three weeks straight and then just be like burnt out for three weeks. Do you guys feel like being a streamer and having that creative support like has helped kind of offset that pressure? Um, that's actually, I feel like the streaming, when it comes to getting burnt out, that's actually the scary, it's what's scary about Twitch because I've had to adjust the way I work because of streaming. Yeah. Um, it's actually kind of helped in a sense, but always it's just like this weird balance because I was used to working at alone in my studio by myself. I could take as long as I wanted and mm -hmm. I uh, it, it would get distracted easily. I would paint for like 20 minutes and then I'm like, come take a break. For a but you were only responsible for yourself and your work. Exactly. That was it. Um, and then if I got burnt out, because it was normal for me, I would like, there were periods where I think it would, my, I don't know, it would be, feel like my creativity is building up and then I'd have periods of like a few months where I would just like be working, working, working and then I'd have like a few periods where of a few months that I was downtime. Mm -hmm. um, and I had to, when I first started streaming, I had to like learn to balance that and I also learned that people get bored easily. So with some painting that normally I would spend months on, people are like, if you spend more than like five days on a painting, people are like, oh my God, you're still working on that? <laughs> and I'm like... It's been five days. Like, do you have any? It's been five days, dude. <laughs> They're like, you are spending forever on this, oh and God. I'm like, getting <laughs> annoyed. Ten, ten out of ten. Yeah, that's what. So I learned to like, okay, well then I'm gonna do smaller, and I like, kind of adjusted. It kind of helped because I was trying to still really keep my, my, um, you know, true to myself, but also try and please the uh, like the audience because people are impatient. Yeah. And actually, I, there was a period where I was just like busting. I was doing like four paintings in one stream because I was like, fine, you want five painting? And I was like, <laughs> you want variety? Yeah. And I'll give you variety. Because I it loosened me up a lot and I did a lot of like fast mm -hmm. a lot of okay that's cool. And I have seen some people yeah. do that to great success for the same yeah. reasons where it's like I'm gonna do um uh, a lot of studies. You know, we're just gonna we're just gonna sit yeah. here, I'm gonna do five minute, 10 minute things. Mm -hmm just mixes it up and keeps it fresh for the audience, even if it's not the thing that you want to do, but it still works, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's like this play between like, I don't know, uh, like adjusting what you're doing 
to, uh, to work with the stream. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It, it's yeah. different. But it's been helpful what? because it keep. I feel like it would. It made me um, paint more often and have a steady mm-hmm. schedule, especially with self motivation and all that kind of stuff. It's hard when you have nobody to count. You're not like you're not ac- accountable except for yourself. But with streams, sometimes people are like, you know, Do you okay, feel yes. like it, it works in tandem with the I, with the people. When people are asking about um, uh, inspiration and stuff, you know, that one of my favorite ones that I can. Never remember the exact quote or who said it was, this is great, was, uh, <laughs> I just love my memory, uh, is that my, my inspiration comes exactly at 9 a.m. every morning <laughs> because that's the schedule that he has. It wasn't, it had nothing to do with waiting for inspiration. So when, since you stream on somewhat of a fixed schedule, even though, you know, most of us have a little bit of fluidity there, at least a little bit, um, how has that how does that impact your creative juices and the flow to to your to your creativity and actually producing the work do you it's me because yeah yours is different because i am in a so for me i can go quick because it's i have a different type of creation right a different type of art i actually have had this argument with many people because i always don't feel like it's art i understand part of that is imposter syndrome but a lot of sewing is following directions right and the the creativity comes from saying like instead of this bag being in black with like white things like thinking about it and trying to figure out how you're going to do it and how you're going to make it and and for me like the it, that quote's hilarious. Like my create my create you know motivation comes at five, nine a.m. every morning. Yeah. So there have been times where it's like so I st- I I have kept I moved two hours west, but I kept my schedule, um, which has been a struggle, um, because now I stream at ten a.m. instead of noon. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's like, what happened. It makes me, it, it makes oh my god. And then I gotta put on makeup. It's like oh what is I, what have I done? what have I done but I feel like I have I streamed for two and a half years from noon to three um during the daytime and if nothing else I want to make it longer not shorter like I don't want to move mm. it around so mm. I might start just putting the first half hour being makeup application <laughs> and the next sewing it's uh, interesting I know but I completely uh, agree bronze does it it's great yeah. I, I I have I have thought about it. I've done one makeup stream before and I have considered it but it yeah for it's maybe but in terms of motivation, I have to have, um, it's it's a give and take, right? Because Chip needs motivation to paint, but Chip needs paint that he has and a canvas. I need, I, I have, I could just start sewing something, but I need to plan out what pattern I'm going to use. Gosh, is all the pieces cut? Do I have to, what, like, is the pattern cut out? Do I have that pattern? Do I have all the fabric I need? Do I have all the, like, zippers and buttons and, you know, knickknacks and... I have this material need that I have to pre-prep for every stream I do that is um, sometimes overwhelming. And I have a, a, a community that I, I expect, and I, it's not a whole really, it's like a vocal minority and it's not a bad thing, but who re- expect me to stream creative when I, when I advertise I'm streaming creative. So if I say, I know I'm doing 12 to three today, but I'm going to just game, people will not riot, but people will be... There will be a certain percentage of people who are understandably unhappy. That's not what I said I was going to do. So yeah. 
But at the same time, motivation, how do I, if I don't have all of my stuff to sew, I can be like, hey, let me just sew a triangle. We could just do this. Yeah. Like I could sew something, right? Like, but I can't yeah. sew some I, something that's actually a, a thing. <laughs> So I have limitations and pre-planning that I have to do. Like I plan out my month in advance um, at the, the end of every month. Um, you know, <laughs> if I saw your face, you were like, okay. So you have to understand too, I'm a stay-at-home mom right now. Um, but before that, I was a um, senior project manager for a major cable company that whenever I hear people complaining about their internet, I'm like, I'm really sorry. I might, that might be my fault. <laughs> because <laughs> I was responsible for getting every cable modem online in the country for um, insert large cable company name here. It's not Comcast. I remember you telling me about that. So, yeah, so I um, I worked my entire, I'm a PMP certified. I, my entire life is project management. People laugh at me because my, so I'm doing, going to Dragon Con at the end of next month. My cosplay schedule, I have it scheduled out per day. I know when I'm wearing each costume. And I also have a project plan for creation of it, like of the four costumes I'm making. It's a Gantt chart. Goodness. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, so I, that's how I, that's how I do it. I have a lot of pre-planning. So. so compared to that, my pre-planning was, you know, I just, well, I had to make sure I had canvases prepared, which was just, yeah. just which was simple. Um, I would have that planned out. And then, um, so I just do a bunch of them and have them. And then, Literally, almost every time I ever streamed, uh, especially when I was, because it's been, I've kind of, it's been a while since I've done acrylic. But when I was doing acrylic, I would literally 30 minutes before I was supposed to stream, I had no idea what I was doing. I just like, I have a collection of images that I've been saving throughout the years. And I just like scroll through and be like, oh, all right, we're just going to do this one. And I <laughs> that as a reference, and I just, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm just like on stream, like, oh, yeah. And that's how yeah. all of my, things so yeah i was i'm very unorganized and i don't plan and i'm a huge procrastinator so it was easy for me yeah with painting it was easy to just like yeah but if i wasn't feeling it yeah that's a whole another thing like you said if you're not motivated what do you do because you have a whole audience expecting to see creative and then right. they get upset that's <laughs> yeah that's what i've slowly been like have realizing how to like balance the two and get my community used to because, you know, I'm in control of my stream, but, and, but slowly showing them, okay, you know what? I want to play four games. So Yeah. So how are you doing that? Yes, well, please. I, the way I did it was like a little bit like drop it in. Just like, oh, okay, well, one day we're going to just play a little bit of games. Okay, just for today. And then we'll go back. And over the years, I've just like started increasing the games. And then so is it like cat food and dog food, where yeah, when you change yes, out the food, you have to, you're 10% in. Yeah, because it needed a little. Only did. And obviously, people get upset. What are you doing? All right. And people still will come in. Um, but I'm like, you know what? I, I'm just not feeling it. Like, I'm uh, not motivated. I don't feel like painting right now. I'm going to do this. Um, and when I'm ready, I will. And I still will randomly do stuff. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's just kind of, and yeah. So it's where does the I think it's you have to slowly introduce them to something. Yeah, um, so, so where do you feel that that balance for you guys is right now like percentage of creative streaming versus gaming? And as a follow up, where would you want that to be eventually? Are you working toward a change with that? So I do my Monday through Friday streams during the day. I always say if I'm streaming during the day during the week, it's creative. Like that's my rule. Um nights and weekends are games. 
Um, I would like to, to be, I, honestly, especially with the fact that people have been like oddly receptive when I've gone to cons about like, you should play our game, you should do this. It's really weird. I'm not used to that part of it because there's no one from Simplicity at cons like, you should sew our fabric, our patterns. Like, <laughs> right? Like, I have yeah, tried, yeah. trust me, I have reached out to like McCall's and Simplicity and I'm like, dude, cosplay repair station. Yes. Oh my God. yes. Why do you yes. not have one at a yes. And then you're like, oh and here's a sewing machine you could buy. It's really awesome. And here's some patterns. And you should. Oh start my God. That is a genius idea. Right? And they will not. I have no connection. So if you're watching, so I saw somebody from um, Simplicity at DragonCon a couple years ago, and they were just like sitting there bored with like a thing of patterns. And I'm like, you should do this Twitch thing. It's really awesome. This and that. And he's like, our customers are dying. You know, it's all old ladies that sew. And I'm like, I'm a sewing sleeve. Can you talk to me? Like we're you're missing Let's a disconnect then with the company. Then that company is like, bye. Next right, but it's simplicity. Like they're literally the largest pattern manufacturer yeah, in the yeah, in know. the world, and they make That's... cosplay patterns. It blows my mind. But I, I, I old people doing cosplay. Hey, I'm gonna be an old person doing cosplay. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm that audience. Still, so. I don't know. Right. But I don't but yeah, know. <laughs> all the time yeah but i would i would like it to be 50 50 i but for me i am intent on adding time rather than taking away i only stream three hours a day for creative during the weekday because especially during summer vacation i have two kids upstairs who right now are like whatever mom go away i'm playing Fortnite, so they don't give a crap <laughs> about me right now literally um and they're i mean they're older right um but when they're at school i can as long as everything's done because that is my primary job is the house, which is a whole weird thing. But the, um, I'm trying, so I'm trying to add the time at night when everyone's at bed. Cause everyone in my house is a early, like they go to bed at like eight 30 and I'm like, what <laughs> is that? A, that is that a time where people sleep? And so I, I'm trying to add more nights and it's, it's interesting as a gamer at, at heart, right. Who does creative and then trying to get into the gaming space chips it is like the dog food analogy like i started with sunday morning games because that's when i used to raid wow before i streamed and it was like i'd have like 80 people during the day and have like 10 people on the sunday because they were like gaming yeah that's so how it yeah only grow that on sundays until it became like actually viable and then i added another night and i just added a like I'm going to try to do one more night a week. Are you at a good balance now? I would like to do more. I'm at, I'm as long as the Tuesday night stuff starts sticking, I'm going to be at three days a week gaming, like Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday, and Sunday. And then if it's not, it's not enough to play all the games I want, right? Like I yeah, still haven't right. finished Far Cry 5. <laughs> Dude, I play games all the time and it's not enough time <laughs> yeah, to I play. I don't have it. <laughs> right like octopath traveler i was like and i'm telling you thank goodness for twitch i know it sounds funny saying this as a streamer but i was watching i was watching lucid play and then he rated you and i was like this is the best day because i can just do things because i had been yeah. cooking and so it was in my kitchen and i'm like i can watch it on my big monitor while i wash the dishes everything is like everything was coming up millhouse because i could actually yeah. Because I, I, there's no way I'm ever gonna have time to play that game. I just hit year two on Stardew Valley for the first time yesterday. Still haven't. Yeah, it's, it's so hard because you, you play like it's like you get starditis. Like, oh, let me start one more. Yeah. Year. Well, so yeah. Chip, how's how's your balance working? Because I know that I, you you I've seen you play a lot of The Sims. Uh, I think for. I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of. And, then, and that's easy to get back into whenever you want. 
you don't you don't have to play that consistently it's not like a total narrative that everybody needs to see in in a five-day period so i have a long list of games that i really want to play and because i've just been and games inspire me i feel like i'm in this period right now where i want the art i was doing i'm bored with it and i want to switch i have these new things that i'm trying to learn and i'm on this weird in this weird space of like limbo because i ordered a cintiq uh from wacom and i ordered it i purchased it in in april and i still don't have it uh it's a long oh, story wow. don't get me started but anyway and the new thing like i've wanted to learn a new way of working how um like in layers and doing more and like learning uh more line work and stuff because the way i paint is very like traditional all on one layer and i just like move colors around and stuff um so I've really, I've like, I'm inspired by, you know, I want to try anime. I want to try weird, like different things, like concept art and all that kind of stuff. And yes. I feel like I'm stuck right now because I don't have, um, I have a, an Intuos, but line work with an Intuos is really frustrating. Um, so anyways, I just, I feel like I'm waiting for that Cintiq to arrive. Wait, it's, I don't know whose fault it is, but. Yeah. Now it's, a, it's an indefinite waiting game. Yeah. So it's yeah. getting here. So I'm kind of stuck there, but I'm, I'm feeling like these games I'm getting so there's so many storylines that I've I'm really interested in now. I feel like I'm rediscovering games because for a long time I never played like uh, single player games storylines. I was all MMOs. <laughs> so I'm just like I'm hungry for stories and inspiration and that's what's inspiring me. So right now I've kind of explained that to my community that I'm just kind of going through something and we'll see what it happens. Um and yeah, so my balance is really off right now, and because of that. But I would like to have. I get that. My goal is to have fifty-fifty. Um, really? And I mm -hmm. want more time. Yeah, I would love to have it fifty-fifty. Yeah. Uh, because there are so many games I want to play, and I feel like there's just not enough time. And even you, who do like a thousand twelve-hour streams, still aren't <laughs> able to get through all the games, right? Yeah, and it's that's true. Like intimidating to me. Um. Yeah. So yeah, it's this weird balance, and I'm still, you know, every always trying to go uh, figure it out trying to find that balance um it'd be a constant flow then like yeah. discovery figuring out yeah it's just i gotta keep playing with it and the thing with sims though has been really good because sims is slightly creative right Build, yeah. building the houses and character creation my community really enjoys that so mine too i think yeah. i think that creative and the sims like i think that the synergy between those two games is so like i didn't even realize it till i started playing it and i was like wait I'm yeah. making things. Yeah. And it's it's phenomenal. I love it. And I and and the Sims community is just super welcoming and great too. So yeah, the Sims community is great. It really we is. Need, when when is multiplayer? Because Chip, we would go. Oh. Yes. Okay, so while we're on the subject of games there, I mean I want to move away from the games as the as the specific subject, but this ties in directly. I've been now explaining my segue. Uh Backseating creative streams. How does that work? And how do you tell us how you really feel about it? Because I know how this works. I'll go now knows how this works when it comes to playing the games. We see that all the time. You guys both play games, stream the games, uh, as well as creative, where I know that for me, given my experience of being completely independent, completely solo, spending 100 hour weeks in my studio, I, like nobody was allowed to bother me. It was just me don't talk to me, don't talk to me. You know, it's like that kind of thing. You guys deal with everybody watching you. People can nitpick every fine little detail, all the color, every, everything. How does this work? I feel personally attacked by this question. Yeah, I know, I know. 
Well, for me, it's pretty simple because they find out really easy when they come in my studio and tell me how to paint. I go, eh, no, bye. I, no, bye. It's very simple. I, I'm, I have no problem abusing my, uh, my chat. And if they, like, sometimes if I'm asking a question, I'm like, hmm, what can I do, right? I, sometimes I'm like, it's a rhetorical question. I'm talking out loud. I'm like, hmm, what should I do here? And then everyone feels like they need to throw in, oh my God, well, maybe you should do this and that. And I'm like, okay, stop. That wasn't an action. You just have to let me. And some people, people will be like, that eye's a little off over here. But like, thank you. I noticed. Uh, give me a chance. You know, I just tell them. And then people learn pretty quickly. So I don't get it as much when they yeah. come. Especially yeah. when, it's even worse when somebody I've never seen before, the first thing they say is go, that ear's too small. And who are you? <laughs> <laughs> that's how you just got to take control and tell them to... Okay. I think I think all this that we're going to hear right here is critical, critical advice for everybody who wants to get into. Different. Some streamers handle it way differently, but that's yeah. just how I deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and I have to remember that people do it from a place of um, helpfulness, yeah, right? No. They're trying to be helpful and kind. And I am, um, which it's really funny because my everyone's always like you're exactly the same person in real life as you are on stream and that is 95% true on stream I try to be I joke that I try to be the person my dog thinks I am and because I I really wish that I was like a calm kind person all the time but I can guarantee if I was working on something with no one watching and someone came into my room and was like hey you should do, I'd be like shut up but I would never say that. To I would have words because I don't believe. Like I wouldn't. I don't even have that gut reaction. Sometimes I'm like, I usually just get stressed, and it starts to trigger. Like, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it totally wrong. You're messing this up. Everyone can see that you're messing it up. Look what you've done now. Like you go down this like road of like terrible imposter syndrome to bring it up again. Like, like where suddenly you're like, if people can see me messing up on camera then well, I must be really messing up if they're pointing it out. And it's not the case, right? Like it's, it's people trying to be helpful and um, well-intentioned unless you have that one jerk who's coming in and is like, paint butts. It's the internet, so. Right, exactly. That's like, whatever, okay, so your mom's calling. I can hear from here. And then, but the, but I, I try to take it in stride. Last summer I was making a symmetric costume from Overwatch and um, I actually had to like, like pull up the emergency brake and I'm like, look, can we not give me to it's like backseating and gaming can we not give me tips unless i ask for it because it's really getting overwhelming if you have yeah. things put them in chat like in discord if you have like hey maybe here's another thing you could try put it in discord because right now even if i make a mistake i want to make the mistake i want to own it i want to learn from it i want to move on from it because ah. if i can't make my own mistakes how am i going to get better at something like we're styling wigs today and i have never styled a wig before in my life and it was great because i was like asking people questions if i'm asking questions please jump right in right but if i'm trying to work on something especially something i've done before i i have a I try to tell people like, hey, let's, let's, you know, let me, let me be me here. Okay, so. <laughs> but people a lot try to like, yeah. Speaking of wrangling chat with this kind of stuff, how do you guys feel about IRL? <laughs> well, let Chip go first. Uh, I'm interested how in How do you guys feel about IRL? With uh, because we started with creative, creative opened up all so, of right. what has come since then. 
and you guys were on the was sort of on the forefront is what we were talking about it was like chip like you got in right then like that was what that was what drew you in in the first place and you guys are obviously inherently creative streamers and a lot of streamers uh a lot of creative streamers now stream in irl what do you guys do and how do you feel about that situation so let me just start off by saying i love irl i like mm -hmm. the like going out and seeing people play pokemon go or just having fun and i you know those are can be really good streams and awesome content yada yada but the fact that well, there are a lot of people that have because uh, creative is going through things i guess um not really i don't know it's like a whole th whole thing um it's a touchy subject i feel like it's very polarizing for a lot of creative streamers but there are a lot of creative streamers who have gone to irl because of exposure um it's numbers that's all it is it's simple if you look at irl there's all you're addicted to metrics that's true mm -hmm. yeah. there's a lot more people watching irl than there are the creative section so that's like well i see a huge difference if i stream in irl i get more views so then i'm going over there and that's simple. Has to be a question of quality there because mm -hmm. oh there is yeah and there's also that's the thing the community is a completely different creative i feel people are in creative to see creative things, right? They're trying to find it, and so there's a different mentality. Why else would you be in that? Yeah. IRL, there's a lot of trolls. There are a lot of people looking to <laughs> troll. I don't know, you know, how the IRL section is. So um, there's that aspect. But I mean, it's your stream, do what you want. Um, but I think it's, yeah, I don't know. It's hard so, to is this So creative streamers are moving to IRL. Are they... Now, are they changing and gearing their content towards no. the IRL section? No, or they're, they're just straight up doing before? nothing different. And just they're just labeling it because they can't, they were told they could. And well, this all started last summer um, when I, Twitch did some discoverability changes, I believe, and creative streams took a, a little bit of a nosedive um, in terms of their numbers. Uh, creative was taken off the front page in terms of like there was a pull down or like it was on the top bar or there was a discoverability change um, that people blamed uh, in the creative community Twitch for really tanking their numbers. And I, I understand why people would stream in IRL. Um, I also, I, but it also, it raised two different things, right? Like where do we stream to be the most discoverable and creatives dying? Now, creative's numbers never went below what I've seen them at before, right? Did they go up? Oh, the other thing was that creative lost their dedicated staff on Twitch. <laughs> yeah. Right? And now, that, that was, was a big thing. That was that not was only was that a That sounds that painful. Was, that, it, well, it was painful. And the most painful part about it was, and I have, I've given this feedback. I, I like to say I won't say anything to someone that I wouldn't say to their face. So I've said this to Twitch, so I'll say it to you guys. Uh, they really messed it up the way that they did it because they didn't tell us. Like we, I went from PAX last year where I had me and a bunch of other creatives had like a sit down brunch with a creative partnership staff and it was great. And we had a mm -hmm. great big this six months, less than six months later, they're all repurposed into different parts of the company. That's fine. I understand that. I understand that, like, again, I worked for, you know, gigantic cable company. I understand how corporate America Sometimes works. Sometimes you got to shift that around. Exactly. And it's great. Like I agree with monkey that now you have like with Moss monkey on strike. Now you have, People who, who really the care deeply of, of yes. creative. Mm -hmm. yeah. who really care deeply about creative in all different parts of the the company now raising the profile of creative in general. I think it's fantastic. He sold that to me, but no one ever sold it to creative. No one ever told creative. Yeah. There's never still to this day, a year later, been an official announcement. Yeah, they never <laughs> told anybody. I had no idea. Quietly went oh, away. 
Like we had to all kind of figure it out. And so it was one of those things that really um, left a bad taste in people's mouth, understandably. Mm -hmm. So between that and the number drop, everyone kind of like rang the death knell that creative was dying and people were looking for different ways to do um, what they did before. And um, a lot of people went to IRL doing the same thing. Or um, like I did this a little bit with Symmetra when I was making my cosplay last year, I would stream one day in the Overwatch category because that's allowed. If Chip was I mean, painting an sense. Overwatch yeah. uh, painting, he could paint in the Overwatch category. So we'd do it for one day out of five, and then the other four we'd stream in creative. It's kind of like a, hey, we're here. And I have no problem with that, even with IRL, with anything, right? You kind of have to. I mean, you got to do what's best for you. Yeah. Exactly. And again, I agree with, Twi- with Twitch. See, now I'm calling him Twitch. I agree with Chip. <laughs> live and let live. You do what you want on your, your channel. But when we all are talking about the community, the creative community, how it, the community is dying, how do we help the community? What's best for the community? What's best for the community, in my opinion, is streaming and creative. Because if you want to sell the fact that there is a creative... Um, category on twitch no one's going to come in and start looking in irl you know looking creative and when they see the numbers are low they're not going to stick around can yeah. sometimes being in a dip in a lull be painful it can be yeah sure together and you say how do we fix this if twitch isn't going to fix it and we care how do we fix it right twitch invested in us and they invested a lot of resources in a really small category I do not blame them yeah. at all for shifting those around. I mean, we had like five dedicated people for a directory that never hit over 10,000 without Bob Ross. Without exactly. Bob Ross. Right? right? Like, And we had five dedicated people? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Come well, on. That's kind of yeah, the confusing know, thing is because like they had the Bob Ross thing. They they had, they re- expanded to like food, right? They did like the 24-7 mm-hmm. food channel. And so it's like they had all the support and now, you know, you're, you're saying that the, the people that were behind that, that team's gone and like I don't know the last time they've done a creative like type promotion. It's like, I mean, is Twitch still trying to well, expand from gaming, or are they kind of um, honing back, honing back in? Well, IRL, yes. And Rouse, uh, someone right. in uh, someone in chat had a very good point, which is IRL never ha- never has and does not currently have a staff like Creative did, right? So no other category really did, and I think right. that what they did was right, um, but we like i look at people like you guys right from a gaming perspective i watch going to pax east last year as a cre- as a mostly creative streamer um really opened my eyes cuz i watched the work that gaming streamers put in get, like work that yeah, you yeah. guys put in during conventions to to get in front of gaming um, companies, to be on panels, to host things, to work, to get your name and your face and your brand in front of new influencer, like people, like to get your channel growth up to, so that you can, your community benefits. The amount of work you guys do. And then I'd look at the community, the, the creative community. And I've said this to them as well. Like when we get on this rant, you, what have you done? Like, what have we done? What have we done with, with our, our people? Nothing. It's a little bit like of a up, more uphill battle for it you is. guys though, because at least Twitch has been inherently about gaming. Mm-hmm. And... But we chose this, right? And we had, yeah, a, right. we had a whole staff that helped us for a year and a half. And I mean, if that's not, uh, you know, the, the hand up over the fence to help you out, I don't know. So much what it like is. with so many things on Twitch, um, uh, a lot of people for reasons that I totally understand complain about Twitch, not doing, um, uh, the work that, that they want to see done in order to help them individually. And I certainly appreciate your point of, of like, we have 
power here. We have some control here. Like we can choose to stream in that category. We can choose to draw that attention there instead of when we literally abandon it, we are causing it to deteriorate. It's like Twitch isn't actively going out there uh, in, in a lot of ways, uh, in, in most ways, fortunately, and like tearing creative down, like actually like deconstructing it and forcing people into IRL. Like that's a choice on the side of the streamers for the metrics, which is understandable. But at the same time, like you were saying, if you want Twitch, if you want Twitch creative to be more successful, help make it more yeah. successful. You it's have like that, you have some of the power. Because it's like the community. There's like the community aspect, which that's why I loved creative. And I still do love creative because creative, we have like this bond, all of us. Um, but then it's like, well, what do I do? I have, to, I'm worried about surviving and making money and my stream matters. But then, so it's like trying to figure out which to do. For me personally, I tried IRL because everyone was talking about it and I refused mm -hmm. because I'm a very like, you know, I bleed purple. I bleed creative, right? You know, um, mm -hmm. I'm very, uh, what's the word? Um, Loyal? I don't know. I'm, uh, when I do something, I do it. So I was like, I feel very connected to creative and I never left. I did not want to go to IRL. Mm -hmm. I was really annoyed that people were going to IRL, but they were kept telling me, well, I'm seeing my numbers are doing so much better when I stream there. Yada, yada, yada. So for like a week straight, I was like, fine, I'm going to try it. I'm going to stream all IRL. And to me personally, I saw absolutely no difference, but a yeah. lot of people swear by it. Mm -hmm. um, so it wasn't a big enough reason. And it just didn't make sense to me because I'm not, when I think of IRL, I think of we're walking around on the street and, but if you're just, you're creating, you're creative, you're, painting, you're doing <laughs> right. something creative, you should be in the creative section. Like I started so, during all I, that, I started doing the first like 20 minutes of my stream in IRL. Like when we, you know, I do that too. That, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. I would I'll switch do that to creative. I'll do that. Yeah. And that I, I felt like if, if that was going to make a difference, that was going to be what's making a difference, right? You start, right. you pull people in and hopefully they stay for creative. And I mean, I, I had a, a week on the front page. It was great. And I still had people there saying, there's creative on Twitch. Yeah, um, I still so, get that. Yeah. I still, well, yeah. And, and it was great, but it was, it was one of those things where what I do is a niche market, right? Yeah. And I understand that. And my numbers ebb and flow literally with the school year. Yeah. And I'm okay with that too, right? I love my community. I'm happy with them. And don't get me wrong. The metric struggle is real. <laughs> like right. everyone has that moment where you look at your numbers and you're like i am judging myself so harshly based on this this number which we all know we shouldn't do but we're human yeah and we do um but other than the, those brief times i agree with creatives like this we're lucky to have it yeah. the creative staff built this amazing place for us and even though they're they've moved on to other parts of the, co the company we are I feel like we have now, like all, you know, some of us have, you know, raised the torches and everyone else is coming with us and, and, you know, we're going to have a party, a nice party. <laughs> now, a very nice party is a terrible analogy now, but turns a very guys, nice party. Do you guys feel like that creative streaming should even be allowed in IRL? Because, you know, we could talk about IRL as a whole thing and, and we probably will at some point. A whole yeah, it's going to be its own independent show. Like. You know, it's definitely one of the, like a big issue is because it has so much visibility. It's so chaotic and unorganized, and it's not like it, it needs to be cleaned up. How do you guys feel about you know creative being having to stream under creative? Because I feel yeah, IRL at this point right now, I feel like IRL is whatever you want it to be. You can mm -hmm. literally play games on IRL. You can do it, and that's very confusing. So basically, right. if you don't want to have a 
a topic that if you don't want to choose a category, then you just go to IRL. And it probably should be cleaned up and made, I don't know, it's just organization. It just doesn't really make any and sense. And I think that's systemic across Twitch, right? Like the categories are, I hate to say a failed experiment, but they're not, they're certainly not performing up to what their potential is. Yeah. Um, and I think that's because of, of many reasons. One is that, I mean, anyone can make a category and then you have something like, like I, I run the cosplay community and it's brutal, right? Like you, the amount of people, cause you can't go into someone's stream and be like, Hey, you're not broadcasting yeah. the right thing. And, and so we just right. time people out. And then I have people who come to my channel on stream and like, I need you to talk to me about this timeout. And I'm like, I need you to go away right now. Cause I'm streaming. Yeah. So it's, I think that you're talking about the hashtags. Communities. Yes. The communities. Right? There's just, well, right. There's no good way to organize people. Like IRL is a mess, but what's the solution, right? There's no, communities aren't really, I don't know that they're it, at least in their current iteration. Um, I loved hashtags. Hashtags were the bomb.com. But bringing back tags, if you yeah. hear that, they, there's bringing back the tag. They have, if you didn't know, Twitch has the discoverability thing. Mm -hmm. um, they mm -hmm. show all the stuff that they're working on and tags are one of the things that they are currently working on bringing back. So that could Good, nice. I hope so. Thanks. I like tags. Tags were good. But yeah. yeah, a way to organize these things, I think, would help immensely, too. Because if you're doing IRL, like, say, what if you're doing an IRL art walk, right? You're out with, like, yeah. I have an IRL rig. I love streaming outside. I love doing yeah. that. Like, but if you're at an art show, is that creative? Well, like, one of the things that, that uh, Chili Willie was, was mentioning is the thing that I was thinking about, too, is uh, especially with the clarifications that occurred with the latest terms of service and code of conduct tweaks, um, they, they got more explicitly stringent about being in the right category for the thing that you're doing. And I technically can for a little bit, uh, without getting a wrist slap stream, uh, you know, Octopath Traveler while in the Overwatch listing, um, they are supposed to, uh, uh, come in and you know they're going to scold me. They're not going to come in my chat and scold me, but right. But it's it's me breaking a breaking a rule, and uh, if I do it often enough, I would get in trouble for that. But that same thing doesn't exist, seem to exist in the same way. I shouldn't pretend like I actually know this when it comes to creative and and IRL because IRL like a lot of the things that like if I were streaming my hands playing a game that could fit under IRL as long as the video wasn't primarily the game itself. But creative is, you know, you have the artist doing the creative act. You have the physical, uh, in a lot of cases, not not all cases, certainly there's a lot of digital art, people creating emotes and whatever. But you have this, this thing where, where IRL as the catch-all does kind of make sense where you're like, well, technically it works. But I sort of feel like it would be nice to have these restrictions imposed equally where it's like, hey, guys, you're, you're you know, you're, you're making, this is clearly a creative stream we have clearly a creative category. Right. You should be streaming in the category that's literally built for this thing that you're doing, like it's enforced with everything else. Yeah, that's the thing with IRL though, I've seen people, you can play any game you want in IRL and just, and that I, I can't, I don't know if that's a problem because I see that all the time. You're not like, supposed to. So if you're playing Overwatch and if you want to be in IRL, you can't <laughs> be playing Overwatch in IRL. And then it's just not it's not police in the same not way. Enforced, yeah. Right? Because technically it's this is my real life. I'm in real life playing <laughs> Overwatch, so that's the argument. You can see my real face in yeah. real life right, right now. Right. A house in the Sims 4. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, um, before we get too, too, too ranty on the IRL, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll definitely, definitely need an episode on that. But um, yeah. I want to gear it a little bit back towards the creative aspect. And um, I want you guys to throw out maybe some, some tips and tricks, especially involving keeping chat interested in the content. Because mm. as you guys mm. have mentioned, you know, a lot of creative work takes time. It's slow. Um, how do you keep chat engaged and and interested uh, continually in your stream during your creative streaming? I mean, it's rough. I still, it's still something I deal with. Um, especially with painting. There are times when you get, it's hard. It's hard, like there's a, a, a thing with painting or maybe just all creative where you get in the zone mm -hmm. um, where kind mm -hmm. of time stops and everything go, and you don't know what's going on and you just kind of are in this mode. Um, and it happens, and that's actually something you want to have constantly. Like when you're an, as a as an artist, you want to get in the zone. It's like what you live for. At least that's what I do. Live for those moments. But it's not so good when that's on stream because if you zone out, you mm -hmm. go, oh god, I'm straight, you know, and then you forget, and you have like a whole it's thing. It's been of 45 minutes since I said anything. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I think one of the big, the hardest things for artists who try to come to creative is to learn that and to get out of that habit mm -hmm. of zoning out. Um, that's why a lot of, you can be an, an amazing artist. You could be a famous artist and you come on Twitch and not be successful because you're not used to this aspect of having to interact with your chat. So I immediately, like I pretty quickly trained myself to, I don't know, snap out of it really quickly. And obviously I'll have periods where some, oh God, I'm sorry, it's been 10 minutes. And I, <laughs> um, so that's that aspect. What I feel like that's something you really have, sh all creatives should work. I mean, you can run your channel however you want. I just personally don't like walk going into a stream and the person's not talking to chat. You know, if I, I like talking to people. That's why I like Twitch. I like interacting. When I watch a stream, I want to interact with the streamer. Um, but yeah, that's my, I guess when somebody's, uh, an artist coming to creative, uh, just practice, it just takes practice. And I still struggle with it. It's still a thing. No matter what I'm doing, even playing games, sometimes I'll zone out. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think interact, interacting with your chat is a struggle kind of thing. Yeah. Um, is that what you? Is that like you're also probably yeah. talking about like if chat dies, for you? Which yeah, I mean, do you guys also yeah. use like any tools to help? Like, do you guys um, rely on like maybe mini games or things that pop up on stream? I have some mini games. I actually or just extensions. realized um, that I have a bunch more mini games than I thought I did, and so everybody has been like literally attacking them this week. I'm like, ah, I don't, they don't all work. I have to fix them. But I find that um, the work. I set a lot of expectations. Like I'm about to sew this and I need to focus. So you got to give me like three minutes. Um, and a lot of times I will do um, like, like a topic du jour. Like, especially when I like, if I go like, I may be right back. All right. Talk amongst yourselves. It's like coffee talk. Um, favorite cosplay go like, and I'll leave people with a discussion topic because I don't want the community to not, Oh, sorry about that. To not only be there for me, but to be there for right. each other as well. So I try to foster something where they, um, have some topics of discussion. Cause I know if they're like me, when I watch streams, sometimes I'm just like, Oh, wait, should I, you know, and I do that, but, um, I also in, in, in a different category, like I can like do like one line of sewing and then look up and like, I've trained myself, like, like Chip said, 
to when I have a break point to look at chat, I also have chat up on every monitor imaginable. <laughs> when I'm streaming, I have chat up on no less than three monitors. I have six monitors in my room, which I know sounds oh like God. overkill. I know it's overkill. It's really bad. Well, cause I have my, I have an iMac for work for uh, my, cause I have an Etsy shop too. So for like digitizing and I've had this like pre-twitch, I have four here at my streaming station. And then I have my mobile rig that I use for just dance and baking and stuff. But, and I just hook it up when I'm not using those cause I'm not gonna let it just sit there. So I have a monitor over by that sewing machine as well. So, and I have them, two of them are in really big font and two of them are in regular font. And I just, have it on at least one two right here and then one right there and then lot, most of the time on here and that way it's always like hey 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 this chat people here <laughs> you should talk to them the constant reminder yeah right that's a struggle it's a thing yeah and when chat for me if chat's dying especially when i'm painting i'm like oh well it's an opportunity for me to keep like <laughs> oh yeah i'm still i still struggle sometimes if chat does die i just go all oh, right well whatever or like, hello, is anybody there? <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Yeah, um, I should work on that. Like, yeah, Imperial Girl is gold. Like, she has her stuff together. Uh, yes, you do. I just everything you just said. I'm like, That's funny. I have three monitors and I have one chat on my thing. And yeah, no. I also you so organized. I'm jealous. That's what I want to so, be. I want to be first organized. So I'm gonna for I'm gonna do a video on that. I think just because I will tell you, and the whole video will be this: get uh, someone when you first start streaming to give you a complex about missing chat. Done. I did. That is that is exactly what it is for me. Building it up in your head. Oh my god! I saw this one person, and they were a very delightful person. I don't think they were <laughs> They still live in that little corner of my house in my head. And they were like, did you not see what I said every five seconds? And I'm like, no, I didn't. Oh my God, I'm really sorry. Cause you're, I, you're that, no, that's what, I think that's probably how it happened. They're like, oh my God, Chip hates me. He's not, <laughs> he hasn't talked to me. Oh my God. And they get like really offended. I'm I know like, what I'm not. Like I'm not skipping. Like, it's hard sometimes when there's a lot and I'll miss what people say. And then they'll go, I just, I figured you didn't want to talk to me anymore. Yeah. So that's, I did. I built up a complex too. Oh I God. think that's yeah, the complex for every complex I put chat on another monitor. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think we can relate to that as uh to yeah, Hunter and I, I have no doubt. All streamers and... can oh, relate to that. But gaming yeah. streamers, so much mad respect, and I say it all the time when I'm gaming, because I'll get like I zone harder when gaming than yeah, than I think that's really. true. I agree I'll be you. like I made a diner in The Sims 4 the other day, and like 30 minutes later, I'm like, oh my god, hello. Yeah. How are you? How I do, and I say it all the time. How do people who game like big gaming streamers? How like the two of you especially keep up with chat so beautifully? And I'm like the goals, like like yeah, you said. Totally. I don't like you never miss a thing. Like I'll say something to Hunter, and he'll like not respond to it for ten minutes, then be like, "Oh, Misty, about that." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, Hunter's yeah. really good at it's being amazing. able to see like that from a long it. time ago. And like, yeah. I don't know how he does that. Well, like I read filing. stuff really quickly and it stays in here and I don't always respond it to it. Yeah. You build a queue. You like you yes. scan the chat and you queue up like five responses and then you go back to gaming and you're like, oh, okay. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it can, then sort of like a pen dispenser. That one pops out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but have you ever been talking to somebody and you've been on, you, you get on Twitter too and then you stop and you start processing the last like two minutes yeah. of what they said? It's sort of it's sort of like that. Oh, I'll remember like way. something like three hours later that someone asked that I didn't yes. respond to. I'm like, 
crap. Oh, no, are you still now? here? Like, yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> I remember you asked me this, like, at the beginning of the stream, and it's the end of the stream, but mm -hmm. I remembered it now. Um, so we're going to get into our Q&A, guys. So if you guys have any questions for the panel, feel free to throw it in chat. We'll, we'll do our best to get to all your creative-based questions. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Our first question is going to come from Chef Hazmat, who asks, how is the creative presence at TwitchCon? It's amazing. I don't know. Oh, I'm... <laughs> I think it's amazing. We, I feel very like I have a like a family when I, because mm -hmm. um, especially because I've gone uh, two years. This will be my third year this year. Um, it just and I know everyone. We get to know each other so well. I, I don't know. It, it just it feels like a family to me. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know how it is with the gaming, but we have our because we have a creative section. We have that little artist alley, and we all see each other. We're like, mm -hmm. oh, we know each other so well. I don't know. I love. We kind of hid there a little bit the first year. We had that year. drawing wall and we were like, no, no, I mean, our first year. Do you not oh. remember, Chip, do you remember you're the first person I saw at TwitchCon? Yes. In ever, ever. ever. Yeah, really? I turned around for the baggage claim and was like, Chip. Yeah, I remember that. It was remember. you and Flaw and some. Yeah, 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 Fauter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was amazing. But yeah. yeah that, um, was, that was our, your first year too? I didn't know. Yeah, you had, oh yeah. Okay. No, we're yeah that, we too. were in the corner. We had creative corner. We were like, <laughs> Literal yes. corner. I remember that. That was little, but it's still Almighty Savo in there. We yeah. had a place to meet up, right? Mm -hmm. We all, yeah, yeah our yeah. little community. And I'm so excited for TwitchCon this year's Creative Corner. It's gonna be so like so many people got in. Are you in this year, Chip? Or are you gonna yeah. just walk around like me? Okay, see, I'm just I can't. I have no focus for that. But there's gonna be freaking tattooing. Did you see they oh. approved it? No, is, is who's doing yeah. it? Kappa and two other people. That's crazy. Like, That's gonna legit, be cool. yeah. Like not doing it, but I'm gonna watch the hell out of it. I How don't many Twitch tattoos are people gonna get? Right. Like I already have mine, so I'm good. <laughs> I still need. Thanks, I'm gonna you. get a Twitch tattoo. Do it. I'm getting. I, yeah. I don't know if you. It's gonna key out. <gasps> we'll be it. twins I got, again. I got this at. Um, I got this at headquarters for Pride. I love it. Yeah, it should be a Twitch awesome. emote, by the way. It should. It really should. It's so pretty. I love it. Beautiful. <laughs> I, want I that. love. I did. Um, I got to be in the charity charity decathlon last year, but I've most of my Twitch, um, TwitchCon stuff has been meeting people. Like I, I yeah. feel like my entire first year yeah. was just like hanging out with people, and and I was on two panels last year, and that was super fun, and that. It's it's really as a creative streamer at TwitchCon, it's really an interesting thing because people be like, "Oh, you're a partner," and I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "What game do you stream?" I'm like, "Yeah, the, the game, yeah. the game of sewing." <laughs> sewing and, simulator. Yes, which would be a kick-ass game. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> would not be surprised that one. Um, I'd try it. If that would be my I segue, mean, that's how I would get into creative. Is I'd be like. Yo, I'm playing play a game that is a game where I place. yeah <laughs> I'm not actually gonna go and create the thing. I'm gonna play. The, it's like Rock Band. It's like I'm not gonna learn guitar. I'm gonna play this game. Oh yeah, like people play Rocksmith. I'm like, wait, you're really playing a guitar? Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> our next question comes from Alzir, who asks, uh, "Do you often consider combining your gaming and creative streaming? For example, making things based around games you're interested in." Yeah, and that was a question play. I had uh, for us, uh, for you guys as well, for us, for you guys as well, is, is how do you tie things in from your, because both of you are very invested in certain types of, of culture. Mm -hmm. uh, but so this one is about uh, how do you tie the, 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 the games into them. I'm also curious at how you tie other parts of your life into the creation 
and the creative angst? Um, for me, I had wanted to, there have been a few times where I would do some fan art. Um, I never really did a lot of fan art when it came to games, um, but that's actually something that I've been wanting to get more into, like uh, do more uh, splash art as they call it. I've been trying to learn that kind of stuff. You can Google splash art if you don't know what that is. Um, uh, and do more, so tie in the game. That's my goal, but I feel like I need my Cintiq to do that, so I'm being held back. <laughs> Still waiting. So, yeah. Oh, this is so torturesome. Yeah, <laughs> I'm using that as my excuse right now. Um, so yeah, no, I love that. So I haven't been that successful at doing that because for me, the tie-in is just like, I want to take a break and that's what we're doing, right? That's my tie-in. There isn't, I'm not like trying to segue. I'm just going, this is what we're doing and this is what we're doing, right? Um, so yeah, I would like to have it more. Okay, we're gonna, like, I would play near, and then I'd love to paint, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 2B or 9S, whatever the name were. Uh, you know, paint the characters afterwards or something like that. That would be, mm -hmm. those are goals. And that's what I would love yeah. to do. Um, and we keep some people yeah. tied in there, right? So. For me, it's just cosplay. Word. Like I, I, I've done, I haven't, I'm sorry. I did an N7 wallet once that uh, people lost their minds over. I don't know, but I only made one. So, you know, that was a great idea. Yeah. And so you don't, people love this, only make one of them. But I do like, I like, like I'm making a, if you ever seen Parks and Recreation, I'm making a Pawnee goddess. Oh my God. Um, from the show. I, I watched like a few episodes. Oh my gosh. You have to get through the first season. It's majestic, or, but um, yeah. it's like a Girl Scout, but she's, it's the best club. It's a better club, um, which is a patch that goes on it. So I'm digitizing all the patches right now and I'm embroidering them on my embroidery machine and then I'm going to wear it. But I also did Symmetra last year. I'm doing pajama nice. May this year. I have, I made the pants the other day, the pajama pants. I ordered like a pattern, like, pattern fabric that looks just like the ones that she wears in the short i have the slippers the whole nine yards doing the wig styling like so i'll try to oh, and I, right. I play a lot of overwatch um so i i generally do it like that but i would love to do more like i play this and then make that like what okay. what chip is saying i i absolutely i just my stuff moves so glacially slow and if i when i take commissions i have to balance it i have to figure out a better balance between commissions and personal work Amen. because i feel like i do like 17 commissions and then i'm like i don't want to do anything for anyone else for like a year and a half goodbye and then i feel bad because people are like when are you opening up commissions again and i'm like i really want to do one for you but i hate life right now that yeah. would be a huge That's struggle for me especially with the way that i produce work what's that chip yeah i'm dealing with the same thing it's exactly the yeah. same issues I, so I, I have yeah. a um i have a question i'm gonna cut the line here because i just thought of it and i don't want to forget it um what do you what strategies do you guys um what strategies has used to gain exposure for your stream and for your work mm -hmm. um well for me uh twitter is uh, how mm -hmm. i lot i've met other streamers i've found a lot of streams mm -hmm. through twitter twitter i feel like is a mandatory thing mm -hmm. um, in my opinion as a streamer to have uh Agreed. that's how and i've just it's literally just been making friends with people um mm -hmm. and find people i'm generally interested in um and it's just been th through friends that's how my exposure yep. worked uh yep. getting rated or rating other people or mm -hmm. just and creating genuine friendships yep. like-minded people and we just all help each other yeah that's I'm, how I'm, I'm I'm really, I always say I'm really bad at being, at networking, but I'm really good at 
talking to people, like meeting people. <laughs> like I like people, but I don't like networking. But at the same time, I it's it is a necessary evil um, in this industry if you want to be anything other than a hobbyist streamer, which is fine. And there's nothing wrong with that as a partner or affiliate or just it doesn't matter. Um, so I don't want to make it sound like that's the thing. But I, like I've been getting really in, into Instagram lately. Like I'm upping my Instagram game after I that's hung smart. out with a friend's sure. niece that she's like, uh, let me show you what's Instagrammable. And I'm like, first of all, that's not a word. <laughs> Second of all, it's super old. <laughs> Teach me your ways. And so I've been trying to get better at that. But also like I always have business cards with me. I'm telling you, and I don't I did not get this as a advertising thing. I can't go anywhere now without like a jacket on with this Twitch tattoo. I get, anywhere. if I ever wear a Twitch shirt, I always get asked about Twitch. Oh, yeah. oh my you God, stream? You Twitch? Yeah. There's a really uh, large Pokemon Go community here in Colorado. And every time I go, people are like, oh yeah, this and that. Oh wait, are you on Twitch? Do you stream on Twitch? Do you like Twitch? Do you get, like, cause of the tattoo. And so um, that's bizarrely, like I've gotten subs that way, multiple subs from meeting wow. people in local establishments. Like awesome people that I've met because like one dude in Lowe's literally like faced me. Like, he's like, are you Imperial girl? I'm like, I'm out. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was the most bizarre moment of my life. That's amazing. And yeah. I was like, no, but it's. Uh. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I, I I almost lied, but I didn't. But the um, he's really nice. He stops by the channel all the time. But the um, that's awesome. That I that's the thing. It's genuine people. Like I I talked to him and we had a nice conversation and he then he made you know two and two. But I think that even on a, I would rather personally grow my channel onesie twosie meeting people and making genuine relationships than like some dude at TwitchCon who was literally shoving cards in people's hands yeah, just, oh, right. absolutely. and then got banned a week later. <laughs> well, that I, doesn't work in the way that people think that it will. The thing yeah. that you're describing is if genuine, genuine relationships uh, plays out really well. And in conjunction with, with uh, what Chip was saying with, uh, with Twitter, like Chip tweets, all the time. When I first met Chip, I, I fell in love with Chip very easily, but I also, he stayed fresh in my head, which on this platform, it's really easy to forget people that you love. You can love them to death, but you, there's just so much going on. There's so many awesome people. It's easy for people to fall in the in the cracks of your head in between the, what's that phrase? I don't know what the phrase is. No, but, I know. but cultivating uh, a, especially when you have a visual aspect to what you do, um, like Swiftmo in here, he creates uh, he creates gifs or gifs of me all the time, and I get to use that. Uh, but you guys are actually creating artwork uh, and and these these creative pieces that you can put out there for people to see and uh, curate a really nice and interesting social media presence that keeps it fresh in people's minds. So building that, I, I feel like that's a that's a really good one, and it allows both things to happen at once. So like I was initially, I was able to come back into chip stream every once in a while i was like oh yeah i gotta go i gotta go i gotta go watch i gotta go get me a fill of some uh, some some chip because he kept showing back up and then so then we had the personal the personal interaction thing. yeah, yeah. I, I really appreciate like those answers there um i i feel like we got this something like this asked like last week for a q a and me and hunter like couldn't really touch on inappropriate because I mean, we're not creative streamers by yeah any means really um i've done like one cooking stream so um our next question comes from cypher who asks would you have any tips for someone wanting to become a creative streamer over a gaming streamer mm -hmm. um 
Well, setup is complete. It depends what yes. you're creating. Setup is a whole nother level when it comes to creative. Uh, you have usually more cameras um, and it's really mm -hmm. frustrating. Lighting yes. can be obnoxious. <laughs> Uh, like really horrible, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to painting and trying to get the oh, face sweet Jesus. And yeah, so it's a whole oh, thing. Yeah. I so actually, be prepared for that. But. Yeah, they did 100%. What you're doing drives all of that. Um, equipment is literally your number one concern, especially if, if so. Your question is transitioning from a gaming streamer to a creative I think so. streamer, right? So I'm going to assume you already know how to stream. Right, you know, you know all the basics. You know what to do. You know all the culture, this and that. You want to stream creative. It's all about the equipment, which is because people want to see what you're doing, right? I have a ridiculously high amount of cameras, um, about to be in two separate rooms with two separate. Like I'm gonna move. This is on my par with your monitor count. Oh, more. I have like eight cameras. <laughs> what? I have, yeah, I, I, I have just got a second camera. Well, yeah, but you don't need to. Right, I don't. Right. What do you like? What would you have? That's like, what I'm saying. Camera? Like, I literally have a camera I can put my hand on right here. I have, <laughs> I have my one, two, three, four, five, six in here right now. Uh, that doesn't include my dog cam, which is currently on a commission because that one's just for fun. Um, and then I'm gonna have two more in my other room. So lighting cameras. Yeah. Yeah, and just make sure people can see what you're doing. That's like mm -hmm. definitely the main thing because if yeah. they can't see what you're doing, then what yeah. are you doing? Right, yeah. right. And I have, right, so I have three sewing machines in here and they're all cammed, all of them, right? So there's three on each machine. There's one overneath over my head uh, to show what I'm doing when I'm like cutting things out. Um, and then I have my face cam. And then, yeah, it's, I had to put eyes on my main camera so I knew which yeah, one to I would look recommend, at. like, depending on what you want to do, find other streamers that are streaming what you want to do and learn from what how they set up their stuff. That's true. Sure. So when I wanted to start streaming, I was watching painting streamers, and that's how I learned. I just said, oh, okay, that makes sense. I'll try and do that. And I try, figured it out and just played around with it. And we were talking earlier about the transition, and I, I've used this a couple of times, uh, which is the, the, pet, the pet food one. When you're changing out the diet, you're you move it, you're just right. sprinkling it in and gradually oh, yeah. um, moving into that into that other space. I assume yeah. that that's the advice oh, yeah. that you, you guys are kind of giving that earlier too. Yeah, yeah. This is three years in for me. I the streaming is I am again, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Streaming is not my source of income, right? So fully put that out there. I use streaming to allow to enable me to twitch. It, it pays for my equipment. It pays for my trips to cons. Um, and that's all I use it for right now, right? Like, hopefully that'll change. But because I, I feel like you, like, I want to give back what I put in or like giveaways and things like that. But I, that's why I'm like, they're joking in chat that I'm addicted to hardware. And it's not untrue because I want to have a really nice stream. I want it to look nice. I want it to be nice. And I know that I have to invest to do that. Um, that's not to say that you can't have a really nice stream on a lower, a lower budget, but you have to be able to make some sacrifices and not like maybe you only have one camera angle and that's okay. Like you plus your face, maybe you have to pick it first. Like I'm just going to have one that looks at my stuff and I don't have a face cam for my art. That's okay. Right. It's about, choosing what's important to you and how you want to present your creative stream because honestly it's how you present it is also creative it is for everyone like Very who makes a stream and 
if it's it's an extension of you like at first everyone just throws together something that they found on the internet and they're like yeah i'm streaming but as you evolve so should your stream (laughs) right like i know that's 101 but not for everyone and sometimes not even for me i forget it'll be like a year and i'm like oh i haven't even looked at that panel and i'm you know i'm i'm like 80 years old it says i'm 20 yeah (laughs) oops right yeah but um being conscious of what people want to see, like Chip said, like people want to see your creations and making it so that they can see them. That is my number one. Any, everything else is just extra, right? It sounds straightforward, but I think that's really important advice because we tend to get bogged down in all the other stuff. It's like, oh, I see that person doing this kind of thing. And oh, of course, everybody wants to see my face all the time. And right. we kind of fabricate. And sometimes they're accurate, but other times not. We, we, we fabricate all of this these burdens we put on ourselves for what has to happen for a stream to be good. Yeah. I think that yeah. that's a, that's kind of a, a simplification. That's like a critical point. It's like, what do you want to show them and how do you do that? Well, and get creative yeah. with that. And take it yeah. one step at a time. One little thing. You don't have to go out and buy everything at once, you know, just. And you shouldn't, especially if you're shouldn't. jumping no. into this. Totally I, I have a great that. friend. She used to be my business partner and I'm kind of putting her on a blast, but she knows I love her and it's not bad, but she decided <laughs> she wanted to, to, to stream. She has embroidery machines just like me. She wanted to do what I do. Exactly what I do at a different time. She's, she's very specific about that. I was like, I don't care. Stream at the same time as I do, which doesn't matter. But I'm not your competition. Right, exactly. We're co-opetition. At the same time, like she went out in in less than a month she had a dx racer she had a twitch hat she had oh three cameras she had um the whole nine yards like a really nice microphone like the whole thing she streamed for a month and a half yeah yeah <laughs> and then she's like i don't know how you do it it's too much and i'm like you do it by you getting like one 150 bucks you know 100 dollar camera and a mic and see if you like it just right. like with everything when you invest a ton uh then you feel like you need that to you need to see the results mm-hmm. if you don't invest a ton you're like oh this is cool i'm getting some traction you invest a ton and you're not immediately getting all the stuff that you dreamed about <laughs> you're like oh this is so i feel burned out immediately right it's been five minutes why am i not yeah. a ninja? I, I get i totally get that but that's part of the thing is like that's the hazard don't do that don't why am I not ninja for five minutes? yeah yeah there are a lot of people yeah take it slow for sure yeah. take it slow our next question comes from c norris who asks how do you go about improving your skills? Do you focus more on improving while off stream or do you do it while streaming? I do everything on stream at this mm-hmm. point. Like it came to a point where I, I can't do art off stream. It's just been, it's too weird now. I don't yeah. know. Um, and I'm very open. I have no problem messing up. Uh, I was trying to learn some new stuff on stream and it's very overwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's very exposing, like, oh, God, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, this is, I'm a mess. But people learn with you. So I recommend if you're trying to learn a new skill, just let, it can be, it's, you know, everyone has different levels of, com- like, being comfortable. Um, but I've been working on being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because that's yeah. Part of um, and that's part that's of being super important. Yeah. yeah. To be- As an artist, you have to be. You have to like learn to push through that kind of stuff. Um, From my semi-outside perspective, my my recommendation is to try and get creative with how you're displaying your learning. Like, can you gamify it in some way? Can you, you know, turn some? Uh, are you into like having a uh, an, an in chat betting kind of a thing? Um, are there are there? I don't even know what creative ways you could you could really do. But there's there's got to be. Some, I'm like I'm seeing some back of my brain kind of like ideas bubbling up for how you could do this 
can you make it interesting so that you don't have to feel all of the immense pressure you're finding your failures at the same time as everybody else mm-hmm. and nobody likes that nobody enjoy, enjoys that you're exposing yourself right. immediately yeah, but other people that are more fun. with you everyone goes yeah. through that kind of stuff yeah. so if you know that well, you're not alone and that right. it, you're helping people by showing them that you're it's not every you know because a lot of people see art and like oh my god they just were born with this talent you know no on you can get to watch the process of failing and see that right. show people that art is not just you know perfection right. we were born knowing how to poop and scream real loud that's it yeah exactly. base level base level streamer right there right but I, what you said about gamifying it i so i used to do a tr- so the try everything right where i try something new every month and then um a, a sew along or a craft along and i have in recent times just combined them where I'm like, we're going to try everything and you should try it with me too. Here's what we're going to yeah. do. Here's yeah, what you yeah. need. Go for it. Because that way we can all fail upwards. <laughs> I like that term. Right? Oh, I got a billion of them from working in corporate America. I like that. <laughs> you got to synergize. Oh my God. Bucketize the, these these topics. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't learn them. Uh, Next question comes from Gregel, who asked, uh, what strategies do you guys have for getting over the fear of showing off a piece of work that's in the awkwardly rough 65% done range? It's just kind of, for me, it's Good just question. like ripping off the band <laughs> to do it. I don't know. Because um, once it's out there, it's kind of like, I don't know, uh, if you just got to do it. Like, put yourself out there and just sit in it. And it's okay, <laughs> it's out there. Now what? It's always not that bad. But, you know, it's easier said than done because I, I deal with anxiety and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you do it, you realize it's not that big of a deal. And, uh, yeah, just you just got to take a chance, leap. Yeah. Jump. I think showing – I think the first time – so I, I started – when I started my stream, that was a very big thing, right? I was really afraid to fail on stream. And just like Chip said, rip off the Band-Aid. From the very, very start, I was like – we're gonna, you're gonna see me fail and I'm not gonna hide it and I'm not gonna like explain it away. If I fail, I'm gonna point it out and I'm gonna show you. Like when I messed up, like on that purse I keep showing you, I messed up on it on, a, on the, I call it the Amish purse because they don't make anything perfect. And so, and that's the other, another thing to remember. Um, the Amish can teach us something, but the, to show people like don't own your failures, right? Like this is what I did. Here's how could I do this better? Even if you have to ask yourself that question on stream and you have to walk through it in your head on stream, what did I do wrong? I was rushing it. I shouldn't rush it. Next time I'm not going to rush it. This is the consequences for rushing it. Should we rush it? People like make it interactive. I mean, if you have not Sesame street, like not on a, like talking down to your, to your community, but on a Sesame street, awesome <laughs> level where you're like, let's all learn together. I messed this up. Yeah. Let's- and it's just being genuine and open and honest is what people want to see. Right. Yeah. You're all tense and like, oh, no, I you know, it's just, it's obvious. Yeah. Feel like. I had a bag like I that that like... I had 85% done. I had to scrap it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that happened. That was well, part painful. Of... Yeah, I bet. Painful. But I had to do it. And I was like, here's where I messed it up. And here's where I can't fix it. Fix it. I found that commenting. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Look, go, look, go. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, I feel like, you know, the people that would care that you're messing up or like, that would be mad about it would just be people that are trolling and not really part of your community anyways. Like, you know, as you stream and like you have people that genuinely like to watch you, like they're going to realize that, you know, you're only human and they're not going to be mad or judge you for that. 
Yeah. That's what you want to would want to hold on to. Yeah. Happens mm -hmm. to. That is part of the creative process is failing. The fa there's no real failure. It's like the learning. You're learning. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening. Yeah. So. And I, I like to point out too that like when I make these things, I remind people these are handmade products. <laughs> right? These are hand like chips. He painted that himself. He is a human being and we are not machines and we cannot right. make perfect things. Well, chip can, but most of us oh, cannot. Go, please. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> Heather, did you want to say something? Okay, it's gone. <laughs> I'll remember it midway through your next question. <laughs> Perfect. Um, our next question uh, is from Indiana, who asks uh, specifically for Chip, uh, do you feel any type of way because you can't do new lewd art on the stream? Yes. That's a, whole, that's a very touchy subject in the creative. Um, I thought you could. No, no, we can't. Um, no, I don't know. no, we cannot. But no, you can body cannot. paint. You can't even show male nipples. Yes. You can body right. paint with a extent. You can body paint with no top on, but you have to have like. Uh, K Pike is probably the most well known body painter. You have to cover the nips so well that it's it's like, and she has a whole video on doing that on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, okay. Like, hmm. it's still like a blank. You can draw art with no nips, just like she can yeah. paint with yep. none. But interesting, you can't. Yeah, none. I can't it's even, it's yeah, Barbie I can't doll draw. aesthetics. That's what you have to yeah. do. Mm -hmm. No nipples. No nothing in the. No implant. Oh. Yep. No. That was the hard thing too for me coming because I, as a gay man, I liked painted painting naked men. Oh, your yeah. Tumblr's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was kind of like a thing that I had to. I, I found ways of like covering. There would be things covering like the male nipples, which is you know whatever, <laughs> and covering what and my so my art ended up changing and I started painting animals and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's a thing and we have been told a, a long time ago that it was it was changing but and, they were and, and i don't think it might not happen anymore because i it's don't know it's hard to Inter tell because they're so slow on a lot of I these updates like right but it's like international law. you have like lewd lewdness in video games yeah, yeah. But, but the like, video games are conan exiles and all the stuff so it kind of like it's upsetting and i don't understand but whatever. i think it, so from an international law perspective in a game it's all all the legalities are already like kind of signed off on and blessed when you're drawing something it's different um i don't think it should be but like we you know we broadcast every country in the world hypothetically right um and i think i i have heard that has something to do with it um i would hope that has more to do with it with what i fear which is it's just such a, a like no it's a hot potato that no one wants yeah. to touch and right. also I've, I've heard that it's, it's because um, as a creative, it's the main focus. So if I'm painting a dude, a topless dude, for at one point, it's the focus of my stream is a nipple. Or if I was, if, if we're yep. allowed to do the penis is just like there and it would be yeah. there, could possibly be there the entire time. And it's the focus. And obviously- And then you're scrolling through thumbnails and it's not <laughs> filtered. Easily um, abused. Right, Very right but they, it also could be, right. It could be abused, but- it could be abused already, you know? Yeah. I mean, you don't so need it, anything. Yeah. You could make 17 million accounts on one email and start broadcasting nothing but, but you know, the male body without oh, yeah, that's why the, have, have thumbnails all over the place. So that's why they say the difference between creative and say Conan Exiles or Rust or whatever, there, where there are penis, it's not, 
all the time up there. It's not, I mean, people could do that and I'm sure they get in trouble. But and it is explicitly stated that, yeah, that you can't have it as a central focus of the stream. Like in um, Mafia 3, they had uh, Playboy or equivalent magazines, uh, retro style that you could you could flip through and whatever in the game. And because it was part of the core game, it could show up, but you couldn't sit there and linger on it and that's something they've been really explicit about and i feel like that ties in a little bit i don't feel like it's a fair justification for the difference but i I kind of understand it it's like somebody else made the game you're going to stream the game you you can't refuse to stream every game or have all of those off of the platform just because something shows up somewhere but they do state explicitly that you can't linger on it now creating it like chip said is you know i could spend 30 minutes drawing and it's focused right there yeah. And so that kind of conflicts with that existing conversation that there are the the, the rule. It's yeah. just a very, it's extremely complicated. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and it does affect, it affects my work. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, what are you willing to do? It's up to you. What do you, because I enjoy streaming so much that I'm willing to um, find creative ways of working around it. Uh, but if you're at your core, you feel like you need to do nudity, maybe Twitch isn't, you know. You would offer agreed. Agreed. It's your decision. This simply might not be the place for you. Yeah, there are other. Yeah. There are Um, places you can go, but. (laughs) Uh, So our last question comes from Swift Mo, who has a legitimate question. Uh, Do you think it's yeah? Do you think it's harder, easier, or same level to get partnership by being an exclusive creative streamer? What do you feel is the difference between creative and gaming when trying to achieve that magic purple check mark? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I can say it used to be mm-hmm. when it first started. I feel like, and there, there were a lot of people who were gamers that were not creative, had nothing to do with creative, decided to be creative, mm-hmm. that to get partnered and then leave. Yep. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Whatever. A lot of them. We're all, we're all sitting here going like, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh, actually. yes. I had no I idea. Could, yes. Uh, oh, yes. I have a, wow. but it's fine. It's, I'm not judging them. Do what I you got to do. Um, <laughs> do what you got to work. Do, yeah, I really, hey, they're similar. And and it was easier. It was like, um, it was. I would not have been partnered if I was a gaming show, I don't think. Because, yeah, my views were nowhere near what people it takes to get partnered as uh, a gaming streamer because mm-hmm. but it was i think it was a, such a small thing and they were trying to raise it up and to get more it. stuff um, now i don't know if it's the case anymore i don't it's know not, it's not I, and it's actually it's they don't have a team a, anymore so no and it's actually a, a little bit of a contentious point in the whole creative thing because now it's exactly the same as it as it is for a gaming streamer which I've heard, well, now no one in creative will ever get partnered because our numbers are naturally lower and this and that and this. And it, it goes into the same kind of funeral dirge as the whole creative is dying. Um, but I've seen creative streamers get super huge and partnered. Yep. Pure yeah. creative streamers. Frank the Pegasus, super, I mean, not to name drop or anything, but she's pretty awesome. But like she, like I, she like skyrocketed. Yep. And well-deserved partnership. I've seen people who are chugging along and have been for years and are not still not at the numbers, and they they feel as if they should get it because it's been they've been here for a long time. And I, that's how it used to be. Like if you kind of paid your dues and you kind of poked at creative staff for a while, some people would get get partnered that way too. 
I feel like a lot of this is equalized a bit, which is fortunate yeah. because right, I the bar so. the bar is lower for mm -hmm. partnership. That's great. So if it had been this situation, but with the old requirement, the soft requirement for metrics, that would have been deeply problematic for mm -hmm. those with those complaints. But now that that bar is lower, and mm -hmm. I I'm happy about that. Yeah, I me feel too. Like that's I think appropriate. And we have the secondary tough. situation of affiliate ship. So you get that uh, really early. It's relatively easy to, to, to achieve that. Boom, base level. That didn't exist prior, prior either. And that doesn't mean that just because something isn't as bad as it was or could be, uh, that it's somehow good. But I think that these are adequate adjustments that sort of balance that out. Like, yes, you're not going to be able to get partnered as quickly, as readily, as easily as you would have being a creative streamer previously. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's a lower bar for everybody mm -hmm. and you're not in competition. It's not like they have a limited number of right. spots for it. And exactly. they're like, oh, you're creative, but you hit the numbers. Somebody else is gaming and we're doing more of that. So we're going right. to get that partnership. No, it's all pretty equivalent. Right. So I feel like that's good. Right. I do too. I, especially as someone who got partnered um, super early on, I was the first, um, I might've been the first sewing streamer. Um, there were quickly others. But there were certainly none when I, anytime I'd look for the first month that I sewed. Um, so as the first, and I had really good numbers, right? So I got partnered it, like a couple months after I started streaming. I didn't even have a thousand followers. Yeah. Partnered. Let me, Mav was my thousands follower. That is crazy. I would not wish that partnership journey on anyone. Because the first six months of partnership once a day minimum how'd you get that you hack twit did i hack yes i hacked someone to sign my contract right yes oh i turned it on like and yeah, i no, had like no. streaming with numbers like i had like people in channel and an active chat and this and that people were still like uh i see another another girl has stolen a partnership like i would yeah. it would get misogynistic and i don't know creativist like it was terrible and it was it, it really put like, it, it, it throws you into a tailspin. Like, I don't even want this. Can you take this back? Can I earn it differently? <laughs> like, I'm pretty confident I can get it. I can get here. Boo. And I feel like now, like there's no doubt. If you get partnered now, you're partnered because on your merits, not yeah. on any kind of, well, you are in creative and it's lower and this and that. You're a part, you're a Twitch partner. You're not a Twitch creative partner. Mm -hmm. You're not a, you're a Twitch partner. And that's what I, Personally, I think deep down, that's what everyone wants to be. It goes back to the same thing that people have talked about forever. It's like, at the end of the day, we still bleed red blood, no matter what side of the war you're on. It's in this case, it's you're still bleeding purple, no matter where you're sitting on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have one more question. Uh, I lied. <laughs> Wes, I, I must have missed his question. Uh, Wes asks, do you still reach the part of the creative process where you think, oh, I hate this. I don't even want to finish. If so, does streaming help you or hurt you at those points? Mm, much yeah. like with game completion type stuff, it feels like the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Um, there have been a few times. Because I've one of the things that I've learned through my process of just learning art is being able to... I. Constantly, every time I work on something, I have that moment, oh my God, this is terrible. I don't know how to paint, I don't know how to do anything. I am garbage. I always have this stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I, and I've learned to like, accept it and push it and push through it and get past those parts. Um, so it doesn't happen as much when it comes to like scrapping. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna figure out how to save this. Um, and sometimes I'll end it 
But there have been many times, though, I would say there have been several paintings where I've started on stream and they'll magically disappear and nobody. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, do you think that you're more likely to scrap a painting now that you stream or less likely or the same? Because I'm more likely to like put, I have things that I made for packs that I have literally not touched since April because I was like, I would be more likely to scrap it. Yeah. That, that we don't, don't we do not discuss changed, them. To be honest, yeah, because I'm, uh, yeah, I'll start on something and then I'll go. You know, it's not working for me. We're not doing this. And then people mm-hmm. go, "What happened to that thing?" I'm like, "Don't talk about it." Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually happened I mean, a lot. It, now that I think it, about it, it when I'm starting to think of pieces. Yeah. Yeah. So. It it definitely applies to gaming and, and picking games to play too. Like, there's been plenty of games that I've enjoyed, but then they didn't do so well on Twitch, and then you're just like, okay, <laughs> do I just keep playing this or do I like, Word. you know, stop the story and like, you know, cut Damn. cut the bleeding, but. But yeah, so. But yeah, it happens, and that's literally part of the creative process. Is yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it's again, it's not really. Don't look at it as failing. It's part of learning. You learn mm-hmm. from your mistake. Sure. You're not gonna learn right. if you don't fail. That's exactly. My my uh, type of of art production is very high rate of failure because there's a lot of of randomness in it involved where I don't have the control. So it's like I'm doing a thing, and I'm like, oh, that just didn't work properly. So we we scrap it. And that can that can sometimes happen eighty hours into a piece, uh, and I feel like on if I were streaming all if I were streaming that I wouldn't feel capable of putting the other hundred and twenty hours in to fix it because people have to watch that and I have to be streaming all that time to do that. That's about yeah, streaming. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. So I'd be more. I I would have to. I think call the herd more often. Just be like. No, 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 no. We're starting fresh. We're gonna yeah. dump this one. Out. Oh yeah, that purse that I messed up like almost all the way through. I still have it over here, which is why I keep looking this way. I oh did, yeah, yeah. I made the it's like it's new one all off stream till I got to the point where it was, and then just cut. And I told everyone I messed it up, and I should. But like one day, it just reappeared exactly where I had left it. We started. We just went really? forward. Oh, I did it all off stream. I was like, nope. I am not nice. doing it because it's the same thing. Like you said, Chip, people aren't going to want to, no one wants to watch me make the yeah, same yeah. exact purse again. I can expect them to yeah, do that either. Yeah. That. yeah, normally right? when I, I scrub a paint, I don't do it again. I just. Right. Well, in my, this was a, I think if I was making it for me, like I made a dress for packs, I'll probably fix it because it's made of the most expensive, awesome fabric, but I won't, I'll have to, I have to fix it because of the medium, because it was expensive. If, yeah. they, if I made it out of cheap Joanne's fabric, that thing would be in the trash because I made it out of a simple, yeah, like yeah. it was literally like a learner's pattern. And it's ridiculous. Cause I was too, it, like I skipped a whole bunch of steps cause I knew better, but I had, because it was a learning pattern. They yeah. wanted you to do those steps and yeah. I totally messed it up. That's actually a point that I didn't think you just reminded me that like when it's commission, um, mm-hmm. I don't have the luxury of not doing yeah. it, mm-hmm. right? So when it's a yeah. commission, there are actually multiple times where I've had a commission, I have struggled so hard mm-hmm. where I don't know what I'm doing and it will take me a long time. And sometimes I'll say, okay, listen, are you, we're obviously going to finish this and I'll figure out how to, but it just hasn't mm-hmm. come to me on how to fix this. We're going to put it aside and I'll explain to the person that's going to commission. I just mm-hmm. need time to marinate it and think about it and I'll go, move yep. on to something else. And then bring it back um, yep. and finish it. So that's one yep. thing as well. Um, but sometimes that can work. But yeah, there it just depends, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, so that is gonna wrap it up for us, guys. We are out of time for the day. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Chip and and Misty. Thank you guys Woo! for Woo! being 
super informative guests. Um, thank you guys for having us. This was fun. Yeah, thank you. It was awesome. ridiculously good. I yeah. love this. I love this show. So me too. I learn so honored much. Honored to be on it. I'm very honored. Yeah. We have thank a fifth, fifth guest. Uh, what's yeah. what's your name? What are you all about? This is Packet. <laughs> he he. Oh, Packet. Oh my god! Out of my face. He. <laughs> he um, this is the one that has the cam. Sometimes he just demands to be in my lap and this, he's been like poking at me for like five minutes hi yes <laughs> um missy where can we find you on social media and uh what are you up to um imperial girl all over the place uh insta and how are we spelling that so everybody knows imperial like like star wars and then girl like tank girl so imperial g-r-r-l and um i am working on cosplay for dragon con uh, which is coming up Labor Day weekend. I'm working on a Pawnee Ranger, on mm -hmm. uh, Pajama May, <laughs> a sexy Ewok. And I love- That's possible, huh? It, it, it is, I'm, I'm you'll see. That. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> really awesome. And then on the flip side of the sexy Ewok, I'll be doing Slave Leia because nice. I, uh, for the kids, for the kids, I said $1,000 to St. Jude on May the 4th. And I would, ha ha ha, dress up like Slave Leia. It has to be one donation. It took five minutes. Yeah. That was that was really low. Wow. I, I should have wow. made it four. So I, um, yeah, that'll be with pictures and I can't just yeah. wear it like in my room. Like that was the deal. I have to walk outside in public in it. Wow. <laughs> oh my Super goodness. excited. So you should wear it at TwitchCon. I might. Cool. Maybe I'll make that a sub goal. I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> chip where can we find you um so you can find me at uh, chip white house on everything mm -hmm. you know chip like chocolate chip white house like where the president lives you know so, um, <laughs> one word um follow my youtube youtube.com slash chip white house i'm making videos on there as well he That's has a great youtube channel for the record do i and follow Twitter and, yeah, all chip everything's literally just chip white house and as for both of these guys, oh. we were talking about before, is like actually go and follow them in these places. It is going to expand. You only live one life, and you you need these people in them in that in that life. You owe it to you, you owe it to yourself, and it's going to expand your experience of Twitch. And especially if you're interested in anything remotely creative, and I know you are because right. you're a human being, except for that one dude who's an android. But even then, <laughs> you're probably still into it. For sure. And especially like if you have questions, I'm sure, you know, pop into the channel. And yes, definitely. Awesome. I know we're both very open and to talk yeah. and answer any questions. Yeah. I chat in 17 awesome. places. I can't miss you. <laughs> Hunter, what about you? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash the Hunter Wild, where I stream uh, with great frequency, except for right now. Uh, for very good reason. My, my, my girlfriend is in town and I'm taking a little mini vacay, which has been fantastic Yay. uh but it also means i'm missing a lot of meetings sorry loco uh <laughs> you can also find me on twitter at the hunter wild tv it's got the tv at the end because i appear on your tv sometimes i guess um i, I will be starting up a uh monster hunter world on pc launch playthrough really excited about this that's starting on the 9th and one day i will stream my artwork Yes. Because I was a career professional artist. I did the thing for years. I was yeah. going to say. I haven't like, done it once. I would, my only request of you both is I'd love to see you do a creative stream. Yeah. yeah. So, Loco, are you, do you have plans for this? I know I, that you've well, made emotes professionally before. <laughs> yeah. Best emotes on Twitch. Uh, 
I, I, so I did a cooking stream, um, a couple months ago for a St. Jude incentive. I have to do another one. I have learned and, uh, I need more cameras. That's yeah. what I've learned. Um, uh, more camera angles, but, um, I, I, I have done like some painting, some with paint, like literally like the program paint, uh, similarly to what you see the loco. Okay. Um, I mean, other than that, I'm just not that very good at anything. So, <laughs> I, I believe that we have to learn now, right? I mean, this could singing count. Yeah, singing counts totally counts. Oh, random girls. Part there's there's partnered singing streamers. Absolutely. Loco yeah, sings. I'm a good singer. I can sing. So. Loco sings. I'm in. Ten out of ten for that. Yep. <laughs> if I'm up early enough in the morning, I want I want to see this. I'll be up early <laughs> enough in the morning. Oh Lord, my chat is. Yeah, they they know I can sing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, anyways, did you Hunter? Did you finish your shout out? I don't You're, probably. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> so I'm Loco. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Loco. Uh, I mostly play video games, and uh, this week we are playing uh Banner Saga three potentially because I'm curious three? about that. Tight. Yeah. And uh, even more so, No Man's Sky is going to have true multiplayer. So yes. I think I'm going to check that out Very this exciting. week as well to see what that's about. So, um, so yeah, twitter.com slash loco2525. And I also own and run Streamer Square. So if you guys like what we're doing here, follow us on Twitch. We have a Twitter and a YouTube as well. Follow us on those platforms. Uh, we also have a Discord. So if you guys have more questions, you want to talk with other streamers, or if you want to find artists to commission, uh, definitely check out the Discord because it is an awesome community of people. Super helpful and 100% free. So uh, definitely check that out. And um, that's going to do it for us today, guys. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern for the Stream Doctor. Uh, that's going to be here on this channel. If you guys want to submit your stream, I will review it and give My you live feedback. My favorite show. Uh, it's like a little feedback session. So definitely be here for that at 4 p.m. tomorrow. And uh, we'll be here. Next week, same time, same place with the stream scene. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you soon.